So on last week's episode, uh, we began with Finn jumping atop the necromantic dragon finger and taking damage from it as he was trying to stop it from getting away while Zareth used his fleet-footedness to run to the um, Sir Isaac, the captain of the guard, and get him to come because that was damning evidence that would help exonerate us. Uh, by the time they got back, however, the uh, caster had thrown a blanket over it to try to slow it, and it had disappeared into a poof of smoke. Um, the That led to Sir Isaac not believing us, thinking we were doing smoke signals and being um, idiots. And uh, caster used the tech magic, saw the necromantic energy going into like the woods outside of town. He was able to follow a path of it. And with that, um, he decided to go out. Zareth basically thought they would give up on this endeavor and said, okay, we'll see you at the bar in 10 minutes. Uh, Callisto and Finn had followed Caster out into the forest, whereupon they found some sort of ghoulish undead creature that was very, very, very tall. Um, the battle was hard fought, but in the end, Finn perished to a strike from the from the undead fiend. Um, Caster, in one last gasp of whatever he had left, he he intimidated the thing away using his angelic form. Uh, brought Finn's body back to town. There was lots of words exchanged between party members. Um, lots of feelings were going on. Uh, in the end, they took his body to the temple to have it um, ready for burial, where Castor prayed, Zareth comforted Callisto, and then Zareth comforted Castor after he was done praying. Uh, in the church, they were given the resurrection crystal back and the clairvoyance crystal uh, because Marcia said she could no longer hold them because the government would try to use them. Um, with that, they all left. Soot was in an alleyway, praying to the god of death to grant Finn a proper, a proper judgment, I think is the word, um, a proper judgment, and, uh, ended up meeting the god, Har Harvestrum, uh, the god of death, uh, who basically told us that somebody was following us. Um, to end the episode, Finn was inside the crystal with some female character who told him that he could either move on now or he could have the chance eventually to help save his friends. And he chose that he would stick around until his friends needed him. He tried to send a message to his friends unsuccessfully, but was managed to uh, send one off to his brother. Uh, and then they played Yahtzee, I believe it was. And that is where we ended the episode. Let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Oh my god, my voice just broke like it was a tween. Um, you, you didn't hear it? Like, uh -huh. 
No. Oh, God, it was it's sad. Fine to me. <clears throat> That'll be an outtake later. Um, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Let's start with Z-Man Ultra. All right, I'm Chris. I'm playing Zare the Human Monk. He's uh, he's finding his footing as part of the leadership crew in the guild, and he's uh, having a hard time figuring out how to piece everyone back together after this loss. All right, let's go ahead with uh, Izay. Howdy, I'm Izay. I'll be playing Martha, your resident dwarf cleric. She is also not okay. Let's go with Jace. Hey, I'm Jace. I play Soot, the human fighter, who is distraught, uh, to say the least. Caster. Hi, I'm Maxwell Arodio, and I play Caster Severus, your guilt-ridden grave cleric. Alex. Hi, I'm Alex, and I play Callisto, your, just like everybody else, extremely distraught tiefling druid. And last but not least, returning to the cast, like he ever left, um, is Dust. Hello, I am Dust, and I don't know about everybody else, but I think I'm great. Yeah. We all have our moments. Um, just a few. Just a few. So, I'd like to start up with, at this point, everyone is woken up. It's been a late night. It is late evening of the 14th of Botorum. Last of the month. And we are already starting off at around 2 p.m. due to our late night shenanigans. I'll let you guys take off from here. Uh, well, I think first things first, Soot is gonna get up from laying down in the alley, kind of stretch their legs out, um, and kind of begin wandering around to try to find anyone else since they wandered off on their own. First person he would find would probably be Zareth. Zareth was probably he last episode. Zareth was li looking for Soot for a very long time, but was unable to find him. In his sleeplessness, he probably wandered into uh, Soot in the middle of the street. But uh, where is uh, everyone else? Is everyone else uh, okay so far? From my knowledge, uh, they uh, all went to bed. Um, I believe. The last I saw Callisto and Castor, they were heading to the Jungle Fly. Um, I'm not sure where Martha ended up after her binge at the Ailes uh, Horizon. Uh, okay. Um, it looks like you didn't get any sleep either. No. Uh, I did have an interesting conversation, though, which I'd like to bring to the attention of the group. Would you mind finding Martha? Uh, I need to go and speak with Castor, to be honest. Uh, that's great. I have something to say to the group as well. Um, shall we call a formal meeting? Uh, aye, we can all get uh, some food going at the at the jungle vine. He said I'll get us something ordered so we can 
eat and get something in us to have this meeting. Okay, take care of yourself. All of will get more. Right. And so it's gonna not jog, walk off to the uh, to the jungle vine. Uh, and presuming they get there okay, uh, is going to look for Caster. I don't know if Caster went off to sleep or if he's still in the, like, downstairs. Caster would be in the inn, in the room, um, probably sitting on the floor, probably with a stick of incense burning, and probably crisscross applesauce. Okay. There will be a, a knock at your door. Or are you and Callisto sharing a room, or did y'all get separate rooms? Uh, they're, they're sharing a room. I think I'm taking the bed. Yeah, Callisto okay. was taking the bed. Um, I think she was trying to get out, though, early in the morning to go plant shopping, if I recall correctly. I, I was thinking about it. I think I would be waking up around this time. Um... So Glisto would probably take like twenty minutes and just stare at the ceiling, trying to process, and then get up, get dressed, and walk out the door. And would probably like run first, like head first into Soot. Okay, uh, Soot's gonna kind of like lightly place a hand on like Callisto's arm. I guess I can. Hey, I'm on camera. I can do the motion. Uh, we're going to have a group meeting um, in just a bit. Uh, whatever you're doing, just be back in about 15-20 minutes. Oh, sure. Uh, I can stay here if you want. Would that be easier? Uh, whatever you need to do, if it needs to be done, uh, do it. But this is an important group meeting. I'll leave that up to you. And then Soot is just going to keep on walking past and just uh, go upstairs, because I presume they saw Callisto coming from downstairs, so Soot's going to just kind of take the initiative and go upstairs. Callisto's just going to awkwardly walk downstairs and get a tea or something at the bar and just hang and wait. Martha is at the bar, and she is shit-faced face on the bar, drooling, surrounded by cheap booze. Jason will meander. Zareth, you first. Um, Zareth will walk into that site and um, be a little horrified, not not morally, but just knowing that we're supposed to have an important group meeting. He's going to um, um, Sit on the stool next to Martha and flag over the barkeep. And um, he's going to ask, um, this is my friend. Uh, she's not in a very good condition. Do you have any sort of perk him up? Mm. Perk him up? Like coffee or something stronger? I know uh, the 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 jungle vine is famed for their magical drinks. Maybe you have we some... do. I've got one, but you're probably not gonna like it. Well, she's a dwarf. She has a very hearty stomach. 
Pickled eel and radish stew. Coming right up. Martha. <laughs> and she like jumps up and falls back out of the chair. Lamb with a thunk on her back. Oh. I'm gonna uh, jump down with quick reflexes and pick her back up. What is this? Um, is there a, a table with chairs nearby? Yes. Uh, as opposed to a bar stool. He's going to lead her over to the chair immediately. Um, basically um, walking on his knees so that he can get her arms around her his shoulder. And um, he's going to lead her to a table and sit her down at, um, at the chair. And um, Martha, I, I don't mean to, he's talking softly. Um, so, uh, that, uh, any hangover might not be quite so violent. Martha, we, we uh, need to have a group meeting. I've ordered something for you to, to perk yourself up with. Her eyes are, like, super squinted, and she's, like, kind of flinching away from even, like, candlelight, and she's, like, a meeting. Yes. What? Just... Keep your eyes closed for now. The food will be here sh shortly. I know you probably don't feel like eating, but this is sure to make you feel a bit better after a bit of unpleasantness. The cheap boost tasted like piss. I bet. Am I watching this happen as I come downstairs? Probably. I think this is a, a different inn, actually. Oh. Yeah, this Martha went to the rise. Martha oh, went fair. to the alcohol in and we went to the food in. You right. So, uh my uh next priority is to get the soup into her. Um So, however, you, whatever rolls <laughs> need to be made. I'm sorry, Martha. I'm force-feeding you a con save. <laughs> oh, she'll if you put food in front of her, she'll just try and swig the whole thing down. I'm guessing con saved still. I mean, it's up to you. Um, if you're hungover, probably a con save. Then if yes. Hungover. That's a nine. <laughs> that ain't holding. Can I use medicine to try to aid a save um, like, her on the back rubber, rubber throat back. it would give her advantage at nine would become a 12 12 i'll do that do i need to roll anything or can i just help her get it down okay oh, that's fine so you're okay. just kind of like patting her head and rubbing her belly yep okay so yeah she'll eventually get it down oh god you don't feel good, I will say. It it does not feel like something you wanted. Never does. Um, but if things were to get worse, it, it will. Um, the gentleman spoken to earlier will come out with a large steaming bowl of what smells like hot pickle juice with red sauce and a little bit of garnishing of parsley to the side of it. And in dead center of it is a full fish, head and all, 
Eyeballs not even removed. Don't put that down in front of you. Here you go. Can't be worse than whatever the hell he fed me. She'll slurp it down. Alright, go ahead and give me a constitution save with advantage. Twelve. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen altogether. Really good. It is not the greatest thing you've ever tasted. Far be it. But it does make your stomach feel better. If I had to describe it in flavor... If you've ever tasted that that really, really like pickled sauce to the point where like somebody's added sugar to this thing. Now make that warm in the microwave and then shove tilapia in it and let that simmer for about a day. Then recook it. And that's what you're dealing with. Could have done without the fish, but part of the recipe. Mm-hmm. She'll just sip a bit more of the soup, then just sort of lean back. Okay, you you mentioned a meeting. What for? Uh, just a general guild meeting to go over everything that's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, we can sit for a bit while your stomach adjusts, but I think Soot is going to take a little bit over at the Jungle Vine. Like I said, we can sit and then make our way over there. No, no. Might as well start moving now. Alright. And I'm helping her over to the jungle vine. Alrighty. Okay. Uh, so, Caster, you are going to hear a light knock at your door. Who is it? It's Soot. We're having a meeting in Probably about 15 minutes, if you want to come down. May I come in? Of course. Thank you. So, Soot will open the door and gently shut it. Uh, what, what is Caster doing? Like, where where is he? Caster is sitting on the ground. Um, there'd be a block of incense burning by him. Um, he's probably... Doesn't have his... Um, his prayer book on him. He's probably just sitting there and he probably again has his holy symbol in his hand and he's like thumbing through the black pearls kind of like a rosary almost. Soot is going to uh, sit down on the floor kind of across from Caster and hold out their hand in like a I want to hold your hand Mander. Like will you take my hand? Castor will hand him the holy symbol. Close enough. Castor, I need... I've got to say this before I lose my nerve. It's your fault, Findite, and you need to accept that. I don't want you to take the blame for it, but I do want you to take responsibility. This is on you, and honestly, it's on Callisto too. You both knew what you were doing was dangerous, and you went off anyway, without backup, without me... Let your convictions get the best of you. Want an apology? Okay, I'm sorry. You want me to hurt? Feel remorse? Take responsibility? Believe me, I am. Callisto had nothing to do with this. 
Finn died because of me. Callisto almost died as well. All because of me. What if none of them had come with you, though? What then? Would you have gone off without them? You would have been dead out there. Just all on your own. No one would have known. We all have our missions, Caster. Believe me. We all do. But if you let your convictions rule over you unchecked, this is exactly what happens. Someone gets hurt. There's a disaster. Someone dies or God forbid worse. Then it would have been me. I would have died. And he wouldn't have. Because of my zealous convictions, I killed one of my closest friends. I won't ever again let my convictions put my friends in danger. Even if it means forsaking my faith. It, Caster, this isn't about forsaking your faith. This is about you learning from all of this. This is about Finn. You are going to carry this. This is going to weigh on you. It's going to weigh on your soul. And it should. This is not a small mistake. But you are going to take this weight. You are going to take this pain. And you are going to let it make you better. Because you have to. You will not make this mistake again. You cannot. If you do, you're out of the guild. And that goes for anyone. Including me. I have been trying to get better, but before this point, I didn't know what friendship was, what love was. Gods, I don't even know what I am. I understand where you're coming from, Soot. His death will haunt me for the rest of my days, and with my luck being this angel, I'll live for a very long time. So if you want me to carry this to hurt for what I did, Soot, I likely will, for a very long time. That's... All well and good, but you know this isn't the end of it either. This isn't just on you. I'm coming to you first because I believe that you are the primary reason that this happened, but Callisto is also responsible. She could have stopped you. She could have said something. She could have gotten us from the bar or anything. This has nothing to do with Callisto. She followed me out there so I wouldn't die alone. Same with Finn. And she has enough on her plate without you throwing blame her way. So focus your anger on me if you must. But leave her alone. Fine. I'll do that as a favor to you. The original thing that I came in here for was to tell you that there's a meeting in 15 minutes and you're going to be there. So it's going to hand cast her back the beads, stand up, walk downstairs. Where? Caster will stop him before he gets out. Where's the meeting? Downstairs. I apologize for not telling you. I'll be there. After a short while through the evening, after getting everybody together, you guys will find yourself in the tavern. It's getting a little bit late. Uh, the sun is getting a little bit uh, dimmer in the sky. It's not as bright as it was this morning, but still some sunlight left. We find ourselves in a quiet corner just near the fire. Okay, is everyone here relatively accounted for? Present at least? Mm-hmm. Yes, it looks like it. Wonderful. Okay, so new guild meeting just so we can get our priorities straight. First things first, obviously we have suffered a loss. New rule, 
We cannot split up like that again. We... There may be times where it will come for that, but we just we need to stay together as a group. And we are stronger like that. Is that amenable to everyone? Yes, of course. Yes. Sure. Second off, I'm Soot. Uh, and Soot will extend a hand oh, to Jason. Oh, That's hi. me. <laughs> Hello. Uh, I assume I'm... this is something. So it's gonna kind of like look around. I assume this is something to do with uh, like something like that. This is a side He's effect. forgotten quite a bit. Okay, we'll we'll work on it. Okay, so second thing, I we all I I have something to confess. I think we should all stop having secrets, or at least as many. I'm going to go first. My name is not Soot. Well, it is Soot. Don't call me anything but Soot. My name is Leovold Hulgain. I am the son of the mayor of Lorbrim, Bishop Hulgain. He is responsible for the summoning of Zolom and bringing him into the material plane, and I bear some responsibility for all of this. Okay, that's about the reaction that I expected. Um, that's hardcore. Thank you. That's. Martha will very gently smack him upside the head. Yes, I am. If anyone ever wondered why I was able to buy so much stuff, that is the easy explanation. It's quite easy to have a lot of gold when you just kind of ransack your father's house on the way out. Um, but. Uh, Zer, my friend, uh, you also had a stake in this meeting. Uh, would you care to speak your piece? Yes, well. And he stands up from his bar stool, and he looks at every one of you, including including Jason. But he kind of gives like a, a, a queer eye to like if he's if it's going to mean anything to him. Nevertheless, uh, he starts. When I lost my hearing two years ago, I thought I'd never hear again. But in the last week or so, I've done a great deal of listening that I never thought possible. I know we're all plagued by demons, literally and figuratively. <laughs> and hardships that we want to go off and solve by ourselves, but that's not how guilds and friendships work. He'll start to pace a little bit back and forth as he continues to speak. We need to come together on what leadership means to our guild. Now, I haven't commanded any legions or signed any war packs, but I know something about relationships. Maybe other guilds work differently, but I don't see leadership here as a supreme law. He's going to motion to uh, Soot, and he says, I think Soot and I have been working really hard to hear everyone's individual needs and opinions. From there, we come up with a route that lets us support each other 
in a way that achieves as many of those goals as possible safely and responsibly. He kind of scratches the back of his head and grimaces. The thing is, when we do reach these decisions, we deserve the same respect of being heard from everybody else. And if a directive isn't fair, we all know that we can talk about it. Both sides are give and take, and it's not competition. It's balance. I think if we had a bit more balance, Finn's fate could have been avoided. We don't have that right now. But I'd like us to. That note, if I may, Zer, does anyone else have anything that they'd like to say? Any grievances? Any thoughts? Any plans or wants or anything? This is this is the time to to do that, to say that. You see Martha fidgeting with her glass. I think we all have a right to ask each other as friends. Martha, I hate to put it so poignantly, but even you can't hide these connections to the Skull Keepers. I don't know who they are, but however tenuous the thread may be, we all know you've lived a long and colorful life beyond our measure, perhaps even collectively. But eventually, you will have to consider that this will be have to be divulged soon. For our own safety, perhaps. Matthew used to be with them for we for a while, even after we got married. They took him under their wings as it were, when he was young, and he was quite loyal to them until, until I guess I stepped in. They weren't too happy when he left. And what are they? Hurry, what were they? <laughs> Corey, you're muted. You're so the skulls aren't great people. They have a really bad reputation. One, they're almost down there impossible to find. But if you do, you're supposed to run. They're a legendary guild that aren't technically legendary. Because they're not supposed to be in the books. Because they're illegal. So, let your mind wander with that. They were... They are a guild, as you can tell. A guild of mostly like-minded people to Matthew. I wouldn't say like-minded. Likely skilled necromancers. People who did questionable things and had questionable morals. I don't think we need to be afraid of these questionable things if we're going to confront them. That's a bold statement. But I think fretting over Jason and your husband... They were necromancers. 
it, it can no longer take precedence over the guild. The guild is definitely less important than family, I understand. But we need Commander Mum to rid this from your life and ours now. Wait. And wouldn't that be grand to accomplish with friends? I hold up a hand. I'm sorry, Zara, to interrupt you. Jason, what was that? Uh, the skulls, the necromancers. You know that as a fact. You remember that? I looked at the sigil. It's within the sigil. It's purely necrotic and necromantic in form. It's something to do with raising the dead. You can even see it with the skull there. Okay, so this is an interpret. Okay, I thought you had like a flashback of memories from before or something. If this, okay, that's memories. No, please. If if I have them, let me know. Same. <laughs> that goes both ways, Jason. Wait, sorry. Yes. Where is he getting this? This. He's holding the. They left like a note, and I assume it's like the the, he's talking about like the sign, like the yeah, symbol. Threw that in the fire, so Jason did remember it. Well, Jason oh. fished it out the fire. Oh, well, oh, so didn't know that. Sake. Okay. Okay. So. Not the first time Jason's put something back together like that. I think yeah. what we need to do is to have a, a plan of what we are going to do going forward, uh, unless there's anything else that anyone needs to say before we move on to that. Martha I, drums I, her fingers and seems to hesitate for a moment. It, I... Well, I'm just worried. And honestly, it's not just because of my husband or that he is my husband. The, the reason I'm so adamant to getting to him soon is I'm afraid he did something really, really bad. What do you think he did? I think he tried to raise someone. And from what I spoke to him about, I'm not sure he did it in a good way. Oh no. You did say he was... Uh, you, remind me again, I apologize, it's been a long night. Could you refresh my memory of where he is? You spoke to that earlier. Somewhere in the Grangle Jungle. Someone... Something has him. It's like a cranberry eaters. I, I... The Lotus Eaters. Thank you. Why do you know that? Books. We'll pull a book out with uh, a couple of myths. Okay. Just simple stuff. Like, the Lotus Eaters aren't a hard myth. Okay, okay. But I'm just... <laughs> oddly enough... They're the same, but they do have, like, folk tales. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is a family problem, but it goes a bit deeper than that. And she's going to look over to Zer for, like, some sort of encouragement. Oh, Zer's sitting down beside her with, with his uh, arm around her. He's nodding as if to say, you did the right thing. So, my suggested plan uh, is that... I, I think we should, given all the evidence, we may have to skip town if judgment is not rendered quickly, and especially if it's not uh, 
rendered in our favor. We cannot stay here too long. We have to move. On that I point. have one more thing, just so everybody's oh. covered here. Just to be fair, um, Callisto, and he looks to you with a smile and sympathy, you've been riding on Caster's coattails for a while now, but you've been small on your own desires. You want to return to your circle in the jungle, is that correct? There's a deep sigh. And she says, I did. But to be no honest. Longer. I'm sorry? No, go ahead. Okay. To be honest, I wanted to. I wanted to go make sure everything was okay. But thinking back on it, it's a wonder I made it out alive. And in addition, I don't really have anything to go back to. How can we support you? It's, it's a hard... I guess I might as well explain. And forgive me, this is hard to talk about. It's um, alright, dear. Thank you. I grew up in a druid commune, as all of you know. And that was always. Wait, we know that. Uh, uh, to Martha. You you might not have known that, my friend, but I'm oh. pretty sure everyone else was somewhat familiar. I just kind of glanced at the other faces. Jason, shush. Yes, ma'am. Anyway, I grew up in a druid commune. I have been a druid my whole life. All of that is true. Technically, I've, I haven't lied to you all. But I should probably note that my clan, my commune, is gone. They are all dead. Everyone. What happened? <sighs> it was my wedding night actually. I was about to get married to the love of my life. And I went out for a walk to get my head straight to reevaluate some things because I wasn't entirely sure I wanted to go through with it. And I came back and the glade was on fire. You left him at the altar? Not on is is Jason within smacking distance? No, Jason's Jason's a little bit closer. Like he's reading a new book. Is he within smacking distance? Like if you wish. I mean, you could take a step and just just a little one, just a little like the back of the head. Like, don't be rude. Sorry. It's it's fine. Don't worry about it. I didn't purposefully leave him at the altar. Ironically, in a manner of speaking, he left me when he was cut down by a figure in red. And that was the last I saw of him or anybody that I knew up until I met Caster. I went back to the glade the next day. Everyone was ashes. All that was left was this. And she holds up her emerald necklace. That was my sister's and my staff, which was my mother's. 
and these. But she just kind of throws a hand in the direction of her hornbine, which was my fiance's. Would you like uh, a hug? You know what? Yeah. Martha will give her the biggest hug. I was raised by a god. One more time. Um, so, remember when I told you I grew up in the forest? Well, I, I had some help in that time. Some help. I believe it was a god that Martha knows. But, I mean, I never saw a human form. I just met a deal with antlers. It would bring food from time a to time. with antlers? Huh? You said a deer with antlers. A bear with antlers. Sorry. There were deers with antlers, though. Those are just called deer. Yes. Deer. Um... But for some reason, anytime I get close to town, they, well, they'd hit me with sticks and call me an abomination. I don't know why, but I'm hoping that if I meet Matthew, he'll tell me. Martha's biting her tongue again. <laughs> Corey, can I do some sort of check? to see why they would call him an abomination of any sort. I haven't seen him do really sure. anything abominable. Yeah, could I, could I as well, like a religion check? Sure. That's a, that's a very religious term, being called an abomination. He said he was raised by a god, so... Uh, is it alright if I do arcana, or would it be better if I did, like, insider perception or something? Each one of those will get you something different, so I will give you your answer based on what you think. So, if you want to get technical and you would be like, I want to know about this, go for it. Okay. A religion of five. Um, uh, pretty bad. Usually to be an abomination, you'd have to have committed a grievous sins or have been born by a demon, maybe. And a medicine of 14. Most abominations in the medical sense are known as... Frankensteins. Things that have been brought back from the dead. Things that are right. Can I run an insight? On what? On, on like, why, like, an insight is a role of why they would think he's an abomination. Like, I didn't get much from religion, and so I want to insight, like, maybe is there something I can feel or sense about him that's different? You could try. It might not give you much. I'll let you know ahead of time. 13. Um, 13. I mean, he doesn't give off any weird smells of undead. He doesn't seem to drink the blood of the innocent or reap the crops with bleach or kill everyone. I mean, he doesn't seem to be what you would consider an abomination. Hmm. Okay. So, all our cards are on the table. And um, now... I have something to say. 
I go for it. It's confession time, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. You all know mostly everything that I have to share, but I don't know everything about me, and I found out I could find out in Tansen, so eventually I would like to go. We don't have to go now, but I'd like to know about what I am. Okay. That is an admirable goal, and we can add that to the list. But I have a, a possibly rude or forward, not forward, rude question for you, Callisto. We have an advantage. We have two advantages that not other groups have. We, we know the location, but we also have someone who has lived in the Gringle jungle. What are we to expect? And given the recent turn of events with Finn, do you think that we are capable of even making it to the Lotus Eaters or where your village used to be unscathed? I will fully admit I, as I said, it's a wonder I made it here alive. Let me just ask real quick. Who here has ever seen a dinosaur? Jason's raising his hand. Wait, is Jason raising his hand? Oh, I was like... No, that's me out of game, sorry. Okay. I, I, I would have unmuted and... The Child once called me a dinosaur, but I think that was just an insult. So the only thing you really know that's close to dinosaurish in the natural world that you guys live in is that around Kodia's crystal, there are very ancient fish, probably from the dawn of time, that still swim in that lake. But other than that, the dinosaurs came and passed. Okay, but to be clear, there are dinosaurs that I have encountered in Gregal Jungle. Okay, cool. Yes. Say, I'm keeping the lore straight. Think of it right. like a little lost world. I was going to say, uh, the the hunters outside of my village routinely scrounge off the littler ones. But how big of a dinosaur do you mean? We uh, okay. If further question, who here has seen Grangle Jungle up close in terms of the height of the trees? Castro will raise his hand because he met you just outside of it, I think. Uh, very, very large, if that's the case. Uh, yeah, they are about the height of the trees, but they're just short enough that they can hide so we can't see them. And several of them are carnivorous. Maybe we oh, don't do that just yet, with respect, Martha, of course. I mean, I'd be no good to him dead. Yeah. I I feel like as long as he's with the Lotus Eaters, I mean, admittedly that is not good that he is with the Lotus Eaters, but he's not going to get eaten unless they, they eat are him, a, which is unlikely. Okay, so given that news, I think we need to grow together as a guild, as people, and hone our skills to some degree. So, I think, first things first, if I may, Zolom is a threat, and if he's after the crystal, then we need to be aware of that. And my father 
goddamn him, has more information on Zolom than probably anyone else. So it's time to go talk to my dad. And uh, so we'll pull out like a probably like a little map and look at it. If we go a little bit around, we can hook through Tansom. Caster, relax there, maybe pick up some money, maybe see if Tansom has any libraries that might know about Zolom or the crystal, because Kodia's crystal is right there, so we can learn about the crystal, while, a crystal while we're there. Perhaps it'll have some sort of similar properties or set an expectation. Is that uh, amenable, Caster? Cody, or, no, sorry, Corey, um, if I may, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, just uh, <laughs> that's my brother's name. I know. I'm sorry, bro. Um, okay. There probably would have been several churches to Codius Crystal in Tansom, right? Um. Okay. So I, I just didn't want to say that off the cuff and be wrong about it. So, <clears throat> isn't that where the love trees are too, Corey? Isn't that where all the big stuff is, Tansom? Actually, the the giant tree is just a little bit beyond that. It's at the edge of the uh, far ocean, uh, just a little bit next to Cherryton. And then forget that. <laughs> basically, all all the all the churches and all the religious stuff is centered in Tansom, if I recall correctly. Um, so Castor will look to Soot. That that sounds that sounds plenty amenable to me. Um, there are many. There are many churches dedicated to the crystal in Tansom, where we might be able to find information in there, our libraries, and lots of knowledge is stored there. Okay. So, does anyone else have any goals or motives that we need to do on our way? Because, and so we'll once again kind of like put the map down and like chart the course, be like, if we go to Tansom. We cut up to Blarg and, oh, God's damned, I should have called Wesley even though he's not, wait, did Wesley actually sign the guilt paper? Is Wesley officially? No. no. Okay, we can find Wesley because if I remember correctly through my half-sick haze, he said his father owned a ship in Blarg and we can chart, uh, charter a ship from Blarg to Lorebrim and then uh, if you want, we can try to chart it basically into Grangle Jungle, and then just get halfway there, get the Lotus Eaters, and then the Crystal? Is that... A, a problem with that plan, so um, if I recall correctly, Wesley said he wasn't going to wait around for us to do stuff. He was heading to his boat as soon as possible. Oh, that's um, true. But... That is not necessarily a problem. We can just meet him in Blark. Or we can charter Blarg, if I remember. That that's where I landed once I got back from Lordrum. That's a fishing village, Lord. so it should be pretty easy to charter a course. Just a day's uh, ship north. Um, Do you think he's really that far gone? I mean, it's been actually it's only been a day, but if he has the freedom to move, he was pretty antsy about getting a move on. Uh, but we can we can try to catch him. We can look for him. I don't think we should leave tonight, given the state that we're all in. Um, and given the fact I... that we are not allowed. Sorry, Caster. I had an <clears throat> another idea. Since 
we'll be heading that way towards Barg and Tansom. We could stop in um, the Wolf's Pass Forest and we could try to find that ro- the routes that we got set out to find for the church and have them sent back via courier or something. And Jason said I might be able to talk to my goddess in the forest. Right, Jason? Something about the grove. Yeah, there's a grove not too far. That would be nice. I simply enjoy a night of revelry and refreshments and head off in the morning if our names haven't been cleared already. Right. Is everyone okay with a morally dubious task if it comes to it of skipping town and avoiding judgment? Absolutely. For being judged, we were called upon as witnesses. Callisto? Absolutely. I'm surprised you haven't suggested it sooner. I... If, if it comes to that, I will follow you. Right. That's that's the thing I'd like to... What do you mean? What's skipping town? Like if you're awaiting prosecution for possible... Oh, no. I, I was the one dead, right? So aren't you guys the one in trouble? So I can just... You? Yeah, you well... Know. No, because they technically want your corpse, and now that you're alive, that's actually a bigger problem because now it looks even more dubious that we said you were dead and now you're not dead. So that is technically perjury, I believe. They could at least... Any... But the point is, uh, Callisto, to your point, I don't want to be like every other noble out there and sit there and use my position of privilege in order to avoid judgment if the judgment is fair. But this judgment isn't fair, so I will leave if it comes to it. I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that we weren't being held for prosecution, we were being held as witnesses under suspect. We are we are suspects, that's true. We are not awaiting prosecution, but the next step after being held as suspect is prosecution, so that's just what I'm expecting. Caster, you wanted to say something, I apologize. I No, it, you're fine. I was saying that being told don't leave town is... Um, that's not just witness. That means we're we're quite under suspect. And from what Sir Isaac said to me last night before, and then he'll look down towards the ground before um, we're needed here. But I don't I don't want to be held prisoner. Well, in the meantime, we have some shopping to do. I know I have a few reagents I'd like to get, and uh, Caster needed a box of some kind he mentioned. Uh, actually, Caster never mentioned that out loud, but... Um, but... Uh, I thought there was a long discussion about it in the caravan. Uh, there was, but that was before he uh, you know, gave it back. Gave the credit. Oh, that well, was before he gave the credit. I misremembered and spoke yeah. anyway. Oh, God damn it. Um. And I've actually been pouring through uh, these tomes, and there is a, a ritual I need to do that will have pretty cheap reagents, but it will take some time. But we could do that. I would not say revelry is the word for what we should have tonight, given the circumstances, but we can have a a celebration of life, and then we can I, take off tomorrow. 
I would like to wait for that uh, airplane to go by. Um, Sorry. I would like. To, um, I would like that to see. I would like to see to um, Finn's burial before we leave. Absolutely. That's fair. Shall we make a ceremony of it? Um, actually, if y'all can, uh... Shall we literally yeah, make a ceremony of if it? If y'all give me a second, if you could all lend me a little bit of money in care... This is me and Ke Let me see, actually. What does ceremony cost? Because... I have... I have what I think might be a foul thought, but forgive me, burial isn't customary where I come from. The guards are looking for a corpse that died in the Battle of the Castle, and we have a corpse. Uh, Sir Isaac has laid eyes on Finn after we told him that our friend has died, so it would be a bit odd to be like, hey, also, I, well, out of character, Sir Isaac saw Finn dead. Yeah, out of character, he came into the church. He was just up. like, hey, y'all are here and it's okay, but oh, like... Oh, no, I... Zara's aware, but, um... That oh. is assuming that Sir Isaac isn't on our side and willing to look the other way. He has a team of Arcanists that don't know the better. I wouldn't wish to do that to his body if at all possible, I would like to bury it for him. Uh, okay, I'll do it. that's fine. Like I said, burial isn't customary where I come from, so I didn't know if it was a if it was a wicked thought. Also, well, uh... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, it's fine. I do have a small update on Finn, and by small I mean rather large, and that actually brings me to another thing that I somehow forgot. Finn's soul is not in the stream, and has not been judged by Hervistrum. That's not good. How do you no. know that? Can I, can I make a religion check on what that might mean? Sure. Uh, Callisto, to answer your question, yesterday, when I wandered off, I went to find a quiet place to pray to Hervistrum for Finn's merciful judgment. Uh, and I spoke directly to Harvestrum himself, coincidentally. You think? I, I think, I suppose, yes. He wasn't there, but it definitely sounded pretty ominous, uh, and I was terrified. I was on, on the ground the whole time, just in case it was him. You sure it wasn't homeless? It was like a a rough sleeper. Like a homeless person. I mean, unless they're very fast in both approaching and leaving, probably not. Um, and you got to be quick to catch food. I mean, that's true. Uh, also, nothing was... I have food on me, and that was still there, so... But, I just mean, like, speaking to a god that makes you sound a little... Uh, I don't know. Why are you levying these accusations at me and not the... you raised by a god and the one who speaks to gods... Enough. And the other one who also speaks to gods. Why am, why am I the one being targeted by this? I just but find I, it funny. I've, I mean, I do too, that I have absolutely no divine connection. Well, I didn't. I, if uh, anyone had to say it at the table, at least one person did. Now we can I mean, get over it and fair. just pretend. Uh, and in addition, I was warned by 
hopefully Harvestrum, that uh, we are being watched. So that is something we are going to need to be wary of uh, in our church. Did he say by who? Not that I remember. Just said we are being watched and then kept yelling at me for interrupting a dinner date with him and his wife. Callisto is just staring. Sorry. Callisto is just staring this entire time like Mary Poppins' codfish mouth. You know, like completely joggers. Harvestrum is married to Lady Pes- Pesca, I believe, and if that's what you're wondering, if that's your no, no, question. No, that's... Oh, okay, so it's not a religious question. Uh, no, to be completely honest, I am very lapsed on my religious studies. You spoke to the god of death? Yes. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, how? I... How? How I prayed, and I guess he heard i honestly kind of did it as a as a token um i didn't think anyone anything would come of it especially not interrupting the god of death's dinner and i am quite grateful that i made it out of that unscathed it does change my perspective on things a bit uh not typically used to gods listening to me that's be nice to be uh, to be fair to soot Something speaks to me all the time. That's what I was saying. I was literally pointing that out to... Obviously, something speaks to you or listens to you because you have the whole... uh, You know, that kind of thing. Uh, So, something that comes from that. Out of character. I know he glows and shit, but... Still my favorite moment. (laughs) So, uh, yes, though. uh, Hopefully we can get... Him on our side in the fight against Solom. I'm, I'm. That's a very far off goal. Um, Out of pure curiosity, can you put in a good word for me? I have questions for that asshole. Oh, I wouldn't call him an asshole. Please don't call the god of death in judgment of those that are dead and flow through the stream an asshole. That's not a good way to get in a good word for you. Forgive He's me. probably going I to hate me. shit about the god of death. Okay. Listen, I'm I'm not involved in this. I, 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 please, I'm just going to take two steps back, just in case. But I will, to be honest, I am actually going to um, make this a bit of a habit um, and consider this an odd first step in my journey. Martha's like biting her knuckles still. She's still kind of, you know. Martha is bothering you? I. I... No, no, I'm fine. Big Uh, smile. Can I influence that? Sure. Give me a second. I refreshed my app because I was rolling dog all night. So I wanted to get my dice reset. I gotta put him in dice jail. I mean, whatever you... It is clearly a face. <laughs> Did you just put the internet in dice jail? I put the internet in dice jail because I'd rolled like a bunch of threes in a row. Hey, I taught you guys that. Yes, you did. That's a old Cory trick that I've, I've kept...
Hi everybody, you guys know me, I'm Corey, I am the Diggity Diggity Dungeon Disaster DJ. I'm just here at mid-roll. Um, this episode has taken quite a while to get out. Um, there has been so much going on, so thank you for sticking with us. Uh, here in about two or three weeks, I will be having my baby, uh, my wife and I. Um, so things are about to get hectic during that time. I'm going to try to get as much of the episodes backdated as possible. And then once we get to about episode 34, 35 ish, um, we have some new plans on the direction of how we'll be, uh, kind of playing this. Uh, we're tossing around the idea of going live on Twitch, uh, while still recording our audio, uh, for those who like the podcast, we'll be playing both live uh, but also be posting this up on like Podbean, um, Google Play, and all that. Uh, we'll just be doing a little bit less editing for sound. Um, we won't be able to put in a background sound for every situation. Uh, but uh, we'll have our normal background sounds that I usually run uh, while we're actually playing the game. So you'll still have that. So those fireplace sounds, storms, um, kind of stuff like that. It just, it's going to help cut down a lot of editing time, because I find myself editing for three to four to five days at a time, and now that we've moved to Australia, it is uh, a bit more difficult to do. Um, my PC isn't nearly as powerful, and things are a bit chaotic, so um, our plan is to have that kind of figured out here by the end of the month. Um, I'm going to have this episode actually out by the end of the day. Um, but yes, uh, as of this recording, uh, this mid-roll, we are currently in Australia and are going through all the doctor's visits to get things set up and ready. Um, so I want to thank you guys for your patience. Um, I want to thank you guys for being here. And I'll stop you from you guys enjoying the rest of the episode. Thank you. Dark in the foreboding dungeon. No, I'm just kidding. Just out front. So, uh, as you guys are talking, I want to pull away from you guys. Uh, there's going to be a scene I want to do just outside. Now, a person has come into town as of recently looking for something. That person may have found his way to Sir Isaac. I'd say Sir Isaac at this point, though, is meandering his way to the inn. Seems to know that some people are there he needs to speak to. But he's giving you the whole spiel of kind of what's going on. About the attack of the dragon. The whole situation. Uh, he's going to turn just out front of the building. You'll see kind of dust kind of pick up from his boots a bit. His trench coat kind of drags a little bit. Not really quite a trench coat. It's, it's, it's fancier, but it's not quite there yet. We're not Wild West yet. But it's very dramatic. He's going to take a puff on a small cigar he's got. So, uh... That's about what happened. 
you're looking for them, they'll be in there. But I'd say give me about a couple minutes with them first. Uh, that's fine. Did he mention about the 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 death, or did he just yes. leave that? Oh no, he's brought all that up, like full story. Okay. I, uh, uh, yes, uh, that's fine. I need, uh, I need a little time to process what you've just told me. Well, I am sorry for the loss of your friend, sir. Thank you. Uh, like I said, give me about three or four minutes, then you can go in and meet him, or you can walk in with me. I'll just need to talk to him first. Matter of words. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll walk in with you. Thank you, sir. So you guys will hear a very Wild West entrance. Um, Sir Isaac is going to enter through the front doors, kind of like pushing them out. They're not, they're kind of heftier than that. So you kind of hear clank on like two sides of the wall there. It creates like an entrance. I'm looking for the order of the pomegranate. Hot Martha's going to go up and say, I'll go to the ladies' room. <laughs> run, run. Stop that, dwarf. Uh, Martha, would you care to sit back down, please, since we are looking directly at an officer of the law? Yeah, Martha Blackbrick, why don't you come take a seat? Oh, you know me. Oh, yeah, I know you. Oh, Who doesn't? fuck. <laughs> so... In the time you've been here, some crazy shit has gone on. And I mean crazy. Dragon in the center of town, people dying, royals gone, friends dying too, apparently. Not sure what the hell's gone on there, but I don't understand it. But if anything, it's made me think. You guys just lost a member. How you feel about that? Bad. Not great. It's bad. Oh, I heard it was a horrible fight, too. Heard he got Castro. sucked dry. Castro will look at the ground, obviously painting him to hear and recount. Is there a point to this taunting, uh, sir? Yeah. I had to see if you were genuine. You don't seem to be uh, too keen. So, in spite of no other evidence, and in spite of the fact that I truly believe you guys aren't murderers, free to go. Can I? I'd like to make an insight check on that, if I if I may. Sure. I don't I don't trust like that. At least not Sir Isaac. Ooh, yeah, got an 11. I mean, he seems genuine. Okay, that's fair. Is there paperwork or any other things we need to sign or get notarized? Unless you murder somebody, no. I got paperwork. You got two people dead, one in the surrounding area, one in town, plenty of people dead near the castle. So I, I gotta type all that up. Write all that up. Sir Isaac. Yes. I have 
my friend's body back so I can see to his burial. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And probably head over there to the meters and pick him up. Thank you. I will warn you. Don't take off the shirt. Um, in order to examine him, procedures had to be done so it's not pretty. Showed him back up the best we could. Thank you. Yeah. Well, other than that, I got a boy here looking for you guys, and he's going to motion over and, and tap onto this gentleman here with him. Um, Dust, why don't you go ahead and introduce your character for us? Gladly. You will see uh, standing there a dark red tiefling. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just watching the reactions. Oh, okay. I was just yeah. like, hey, he's I was right. He's a tiefling. He's a tiefling. Mm -hmm. All right. Wait, what, what else we got? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, he, uh, dark red tiefling with uh, with horns uh, facing back with uh, having like little trinkets on them like time pieces are like etched into the horns with straight black hair pulled back into a ponytail that reached all the way to his back and dark purple robes that have have uh, arcane arcane symbols all through them and on the the sleeves of them have like an arcane circle like wrapped around the sleeves but the thing you'll notice most is his eyes they are light blue but in them you will see Without the numbers, but a face of a clock and the hands of the clock moving in his eyes. He will he will step up to the to the group and he will reach into his his coat and pull out a letter. Uh hello. Uh, my name is uh Moment. I uh was looking for y'all. Well, more more precisely, I was looking for Finn. He was... I hate to tell you this, but... I know. I know what happened. Sir Isaac told me what happened. He was... He was my friend. One of the few I had. He sent me a letter... Uh, talking about you all, and... He knew I was I was heading to Pertosum to visit the the church of Lady uh, uh, Pesca, and he he wanted to meet so we could uh, talk about how things have been. He spoke very highly of you all, and I. Would you like to take a seat? Uh, if if it if y'all don't mind, um, Pastor will not be able to look at moment. Uh, how about it? I think you're actually pretty on time, uh, as it were. I believe we're about two 
Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to celebrate uh, Finn's life with a few drinks and stories. He, he would like it. He would have liked that. He's, uh... He was never one to... He always enjoyed a good party. Um, but, yes, uh, moment. I think a few of us were going to take off and then come back in a minute. Uh, but feel free to stay a while, uh, with us. I have no objections to that. If, oh, if I'm, does not. I'm Soot. I apologize. And Soot will extend a hand. He will, he will shake him, shake his hand, and he... He gave me brief descriptions of each of you. I kind of know who you are, but not much. I, I, but uh, if it's okay, could I go, if whoever's going to collect his body, could I be there as well? Sure. Uh, Caster, if, forgive me if I'm wrong for presumptions. Were you needing any funds for the ceremony? What do you need? I, I can help any way I can. Um, about two gold. Oh. So it'll pull out two gold and just drop it across the table at, at Caster. There you go. That's... Uh, moment will slide your gold back to you and said, let let me do this. Let me pay for it. It's, it's the least I can do for my friend. Um... I I would prefer to pay for it if you don't mind, moment. Oh, I thought you needed. Okay, if you if you have the gold, I I need twenty five total. I have twenty three. Oh, okay, then yes. Okay, then yes. It, 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 we could fight. Moment. Let's do fifty fifty, and then I'll hand caster one gold. <laughs> That's fine. That that works. Okay. Uh, I don't mean to get too into PvP kind of stuff. Can I do an insight check against Moment? I've kind of been meaning to size him up since he uh, kind of started speaking with us. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, while you do that, actually, I'd like to have a moment with Isaac and Martha. Because as they're talking, getting to know each other, talking about you know, prices and everything like that, He's going to come around the table, and he's going to pull out a little tiny scroll. I'll hand it over to Martha. Uh-oh. She's going to take the scroll and look at it. You'll see a cost regimen for everything that you've stolen from Fertosum, amounting to 25,000 gold. You know, honey... I'm sure I would be very worried about this, but I can't read. And she's going to scroll it back up and hand it to him. Oh, that's great. But uh, whether you can read or not, uh, I will southern. need that eventually. Oh, fuck. I'm going the wrong fucking way. You're doing so. Right, um, so yeah, <laughs> right, well, one way or another. That's everything you've stolen from town. And even if you can't read, let me let me break that down for you. That is 25. 
thousand gold you owe to the city. Now, there's no time. I'm not going to restrain you. I don't think everybody wants to know the crazy dealings their mamas went and done. But I really got to say, that metal pig's theft was really fucking weird. Anyway. What? I remember there was a time, still early, um, I heard the tale from uh, an old uh, deputy. Which one? Uh, Mikorf. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, rolling downtown, and apparently he saw a metal pig running through the streets. I don't know how he did it. But is that true? Oh, the metal pig. Okay, that's nowhere near as bad as the one I was thinking about. Sure. Oh, they're still pissed about all the shit you broke and stole, but that's fine. I just wanted to know the truth on that one. Um, well, most of that was my husband. Well, come back with that money eventually. Don't come back until you do. Or I will have to put you in jail. But I did not see you today. So. Uh, how about this? She will hand him one gold piece. I'll put it to the bill. 24,999 gold left. And he will. We've all out. been quite goofy in our young years. Oh, God, there he goes. Well, I guess I can't stay in this town anymore. <laughs> So, moment. Uh, it's uh, it's Zer, or Zareth, if you prefer. Um, and he holds out his hand. Zareth, he spoke a lot about you. You were the musician. One of them. It's sort of like a mixed smile. You said your glass-blowing skills were a sight to behold. Oh, no. <laughs> what about me? Uh, Is there anything good about me? I am Jason. Jason. Jason uh, he said he wished to talk to you more. You, y'all, he, he tried to talk to you more, but uh, things just kept happening. That does suck, yeah. Oh well. This is not bad, right? <laughs> He'll sit back down. Master so, will get up again looking at the ground. Um I'm I'm ready to go get his body if he objects or um I think we need cake. We can get that on the way back. Uh, but I could make us a cake. Do they have ovens for rent? Oh, well, I'm sure I could sweet talk the barkeep, dear. Well, I've got an idea, actually. And shoot me down on this. Most funerals are sad. I'm sure we miss Finn, but do you think he wants us to cry? I say we bury him and eat cake. I mean, that's 
fine. I, that's what I was speaking of as, as life. But um, oh. like I said, unless it's preventable, I'd like to keep the group together. So is it okay with everyone if we make this a, a group trip uh, for the ceremony for Finn? And then we can make a cake afterwards. Sounds good to me, dear. Um, Wonderful. What's a ceremony? You'll have to talk to the to the Holy One. It's an event that you partake in. If you're speaking of the spell, or if you're just speaking of ceremonies in general, ceremonies in general are an event where you get together to remember or celebrate or signify something. Oh. Ceremony spell is... It helps with the moving on in this case. I can also perform weddings and coming of age ceremonies and Ooh. make holy okay. Well, if we're if we're ready, I'd like to get to it soon. Castro will lead the way. He'll just head out. Let's go. Why are your funerals sad? I don't know, they just kind of put them in the ground. It's a little sad. You lose a friend or a loved one. How's that not sad? Well, that's sad, but that's not the funeral. Oh? I, I think everywhere has a different ceremony. Uh, up in Lorbrem, uh, we tend to either... Uh, cremate the bodies or uh, take care of them as such that if they are brought back that they are not a threat. Yes. Yes. A uh, moment at this point is just followed after uh, Caster. He, did, he doesn't want to hear this anymore. Oh, I assume we were walking and talking. I, uh, I assume we were West Swing style. <laughs> Uh, as we're walking and talking, can I talk to Moment briefly? Sure. I kind of walk up beside him and say, I'm, I apologize for my quietness. Um, it's a bit rare to see a fellow tiefling these days. To be fair, I, I would say the same thing. Uh, there were not very many tieflings in Cherryton. I'm, uh, you know, to be completely honest, I grew up in, well, tieflings were everywhere, so it's it's weird to not be surrounded with them. Uh, so they are rare in Cherryton, where you're from, yes? I didn't see many, and to be quite honest, like, now, uh, Corey, how many would actually have been in Cherryton? Like, tieflings? Um... Ten, maybe? Yeah. I'd say it's about ten at the most. Uh, quite a few maybe came through as traitors. This is strange. I don't know how to put this. It's... Um, well, I left home recently. 
due to circumstance that I was just getting done explaining and forgive me. We've just met and I don't want to burden you with that yet. But it's weird to me. Do people look at you weird as you're walking through the streets and treat you differently? Uh, yeah, they do. Well, that it's mostly the the skin and the the eyes. They they find that a little weird. As as he does point the eyes, he you can tell they're like the hands and his eyes are moved slower. But uh, where are you from? I like I not a lot of I I didn't even know there was like a community of tieflings. Um, well, I don't think a lot of people knew that we existed at any time. Um, I'm from Grangle Jungle. We mostly kept to ourselves. So it makes sense that you wouldn't know, but that's okay. You see him look a little away from you and just feel... He would probably say it infernal, I don't... I, not knowing he did. I wonder if they're there. Uh, responding in Infernal, they? Oh. Still in Infernal. I, I, it's nothing. Uh, don't worry about it. It's just ramblings of grief. And walk, uh, walk a little bit further ahead. I let him go, and I think about that. Uh, so... Uh, Soot is going to, I guess, because I, I know that Rodeo is looking for materials first. In that material shop, Soot will also be buying, like, some, if, if at all possible or anywhere, just, like, a, some nice pieces of, of wood and a few, uh, essentially, bits of, like, random arcana, because there's a ritual that Soot needs to do that is for free so just mechanically so it's just gonna be looking for like random bits and baubles and then the whole time they are doing that soot is going to be like i don't know how to describe this almost very obviously subtly watching moment like you know in like spy thrillers then like one spy is being followed and like stops at a magazine stall and is just like staring at their tail or vice versa that is what Soot is going to be doing, trying to size uh, Moment up. And earlier, when Soot did a uh, insight check and rolled a 15 to Moment's deception check of a 13, I was wondering if I could, I guess, probably ask Dust what that what that means. What is the vibe that uh, Soot gets from Moment? He was not okay uh, having to, like not be able to pay fully for his friend's uh, funeral. Even though he didn't want to show it, he was, he's, it's his way of feeling like it's the one thing he could, the last thing he could do for him. Okay. So it's, it's not like a, I, I just see a deception check and then I'm just like, ooh, this is juicy. This has got, to, okay. But it's just like, Moment is trying to, to hide guilt and so can catch on to that. Yeah. So it's still going to be watching a uh, moment. And if I may, 
how does moment god i'm gonna say this word so many times how does moment carry himself from moment to moment yay and the puns um, have started yes he carries himself I would say now, like, very muted. Like he's not sure what he what he's doing. Like he's trying to figure it out as he goes. Okay. I, I, if if that uh, like if that that's the best way I could explain it. Okay, so there is like a in that case. Sorry to keep putting stuff on you. There is almost like a a facade then. To moment where like it's yes. okay okay cool i just wanted to check and uh caster you wanted to oh it's plan peekaboo <laughs> you wanted to uh you were you were buying materials that is the shop that we are in uh i wasn't sure what you were getting um caster's just gonna get 25 gold pieces worth of powdered silver okay um, Zareth is also looking for silver, but in wire form. Okay. Um, um, I don't know how much gold worth of silver wire. Uh, probably give you about at least a good yard. If okay. they have it. Sure. Yeah. How much would that cost? Um, about a gold. Okay. Um, what else does this shop sell? Would this shell sell? Sh um, <laughs> chainmail, uh, some leather workings. Okay, uh, maybe I'm a small dagger. Probably looking for an alchemist. Oh, okay. Um, I'm looking for some cobalt oxide. Cobalt oxide. What is that? It's an oxide of cobalt, the metal. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just um, quickly googling things. No, I'm 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 honestly uh it's probably a rare metal especially in these times. Mm -hmm. Um and I only need a small bit of it. Where does it derive from? Tell me that much. Uh like the ore? Sure, I can yeah. tell you that. Are you thinking of cobaltus oxide or cobaltic oxide? They are different. Um, cobalt is like it's like a it's like a rock, Corey. It's like it's like a. I know that, but like, is it close to a volcano? Does it usually show up on sandy beaches in oh, caves? Oh, you're looking for like cobaltus oxide. If I'm if my googling is correct. Um. It is cobalt is found in the Earth's crust only in a chemically combined form, save for small deposits found in alloys of natural meteoric iron. It's found with aluminum. Oh. Um, yeah, I'd say there'd be some, but there's maybe like one bar of it. Okay, I'm just looking for like a like a a powder, like a vial. Oh, okay. Um, so you need. You need it in dust. Yeah. It, it's not really a metal by itself. It comes from a metal, but because it's oxide, it's more like a rust, like powdered rust. Oh, like okay. It's blue. Okay. 
Roll me, you know what? Roll me a 1d100 here. Okay. Because, like, I'm going into this completely blind. I'm just... Um, 63. Um, they're going to have some. They're going to have the, maybe 13 ounces at most. Gosh, that's a lot. Can I have two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How much is two? Uh, that'll be three gold. Okay, so four gold total. And then I'm going to fill up my silica sand stores, which is just basic sand used for glass making. Oh, there's plenty of sand. Yeah. They use it in the ashtrays around the city. <laughs> okay, and... that's it for me. And then I'm going to turn to a moment while I'm like kind of shoveling it up like a, I would at like a bulk barn or like a bulk food store into my vials. I mean, so moment, what is, what is it that you do? Like, how do you make a living? How did you know about my musicianship and presumably Finn's musicianship? And he's talking very candidly at this point because... Well, he did send me a letter about, about you all. Uh, I... I I guess you could say I work with my my uh church. I was mostly coming through uh Tansom because I heard some weird rumblings there, at least my church did. Ah, oh, so you're a faithful fellow. Yes, I I follow under Lady Pesca. For the balance. Ah. And I I met Finn. Oh, God, it must have been almost 10 years. He, uh, he and I grew up in Cherryton. Before he was Finn the bard extraordinaire, as he liked to call himself. He was Finn, the farmhand. He would come by the church, and we 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 would uh, just started talking one day and became friends. Truthfully, the only friends each of us had at that time. You know, he always felt like he was just part of the background. That he would put more into other people's lives than his own. Just to make a name for himself. Just so people would remember him. But that a lot of that changed when he first learned how to play. You should have seen the smile on his face when he first when he first picked up the lyre. I might have. Ken. How did he meet y'all? He didn't really talk about that.
Say that again. Medicine a tavern. Tavern. He was playing, trying to, at least, for no crowd. Maybe one person in there, other than the barkeep. And he heard us signing up to become a guild. And he thought that that sounded like fun. That does sound like him. And it was fun. Uh, Finn and I had many a uh, uh, competition between us. Us and our strings. We had a competition as well. Say again? Oh, I just said he and I had a competition as well. Uh, he may not seem like it, but he always was a competitive person. But I believe it. But to be fair, nine times out of ten, he'd let you win. Because he enjoyed the smiles of people. I'll, I'll, I'll put it to note that Caster still isn't like looking at Mulder. You're really low, dude. Yeah. That's barely catching you. Now better? Yeah. There we go. Sorry, I had to um, move my mic closer because I reclined a little bit. Um, I said Caster's still not looking at moment. I'll put that out there that he just can't bring himself to, but he, he is speaking to him. Well, I'm glad wherever he is, he has another person to celebrate with. He sure does. Wait, who said that? None of you are going to notice that. The only person who's going to hear that is Zareth. He's pale as a ghost. <laughs> and let's phrase this because you haven't heard anything in forever. Yeah. He's pale as a ghost. He visibly jumped and is pale as a ghost. Um, in fact, he might get a little nauseous. Can I make a con save? Sure. Because that would have been really uncomfortable. Because um, he still remembers the last thing he heard and it made him nauseous. 63 20 dirty 20 okay okay i pull myself together and i um i shake it off and uh no i can't shake that off um i'm going to turn around to soot is the first person i saw on the table and I'm going to um, square dance with him and change places. <laughs> okay. So it will, I guess, change places. <laughs> uh, 
Wait, what do you mean wherever he is? He should be part of the the stream, the the balance, right? Um I guess you technically weren't here for that update. Um unfortunately no, we have heard through some sources that Finn is not part of the stream. You will see moment almost like angrily like walk up to you to soot and the the if you see his eyes the the hands are now spinning very fast. What do you mean? Who who said that? Okay. Um I apologize for upsetting you, but it was from what I believe, it was Arvistro. The god of death. Wait, who said that one? Hello? Hello? Who who said the god of death? Who was that? Was that was that Jason? That didn't sound huh? like Jason. I didn't sound like who said that? I who didn't said do the a god voice. of death. You I did not. Voice. I was not. I was drinking it was water. Irish. Who who oh, Who said that? I'm scared. <laughs> we got a ghost. I'm just fucking around. Sorry. Okay. Had to have it give us. I had to give us like a little bit of a laugh moment. Yeah. God, I was like, no. I was like, don't do this. <laughs> I um, this is just news to all of us. Uh, during a prayer for his judgment last night, I somehow contacted Harvestrum, and he informed me that Finn's soul has not judged joined the stream. Nor has he been judged. The god of death told you. The, okay. Presumably, I didn't see him, so I can't say that, but I presume yes, given all evidence that I was presented. Let's start speaking in... Uh... And infernal, like this makes no sense. But he died. He should be. He should be with the stream. That he oh, should. And so we'll reply that back in common. That he should, and that is an issue that we cannot solve. We can hope for, but we cannot make that continue. Well, it'll just huff and start walking out, like. Just wait for y'all to finish your business and just. Caster's uh, done with his business. He'll yeah. So, after moment. so it's also finished. Like after checking out. Um. Oh, yep. go ahead. Okay. Thank you. Um, at the alchemist. Um, I imagine the alchemist might be somewhere. You find a blood box, a lock box. Yeah, probably. Um. Can I inquire as to how much one of those would cost? Hey, 25 gold. All right, sir. Uh, here is your gold. 
Thank you very thank much you. for your business. And thank you very much you for as well. Oxide. Make sure to polish and take good care of the lock. What kind of key does it come with? Skeleton key. Here you go, boy. That's a really nice box. The silence is perfect. Facial reactions, but nobody yeah. who's listening to this can no, see. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. going to get any of this. You know what? I'm keeping this pause in because this is. He drops the key. And he picks it up. <laughs> and um Martha, uh what direction is the cardigan? Oh, it should be uh, uh down that road. Go you straight into stables to the right too. Yes, thank, thank you, Jason. You. And I didn't say that with any contempt. It was just like an automatic reflex. Thank you, Jason. Hmm. Um, and then uh, he uh, he says, I, I'm going back to the cart for a change of clothes. Uh, does anybody need anything while I'm gone? Are you... Do you need somebody along? You don't look good. I'll come class. with you. I'll come with you. Uh, ooh, I should grab that bottle of wine out of the cart anyways. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a fabulous way to celebrate. Uh, That's right, Martha's a cleric, isn't she? M Martha yeah. and Zare, are you sure that you are okay and that this is necessary given our talk that we just had? I mean, he looks ill. He does look a bit sick, dear. Oh, I think he... Maybe I'll just walk around outside the inn and then I'll wait to stow the box after. Is that amenable? You just need some air, hon. That's yeah. fine. Just know that there are guards. If things get frisky, please don't take any unnecessary risks. I will just you want me to go with him? Oh, I figured you uh, you volunteered, and so did Martha. So, oh, that's, I didn't... that's oh, did sure. you not? Okay, that's still that's what? two people, and that leaves us pretty well covered. Just once again, there are guards nearby. Please don't do anything risky. You know where the cart is. Just, and you know where we will be if you need us. Would you like a glass of cold water too, hun? I uh, yes, that would be fine. I think I've just had. Um, I I stayed up all last night. It just must be the tiredness catching up with me. Ah, uh, I've had that happen before. You feel fine until the crash. <laughs> yes, indeed. But um, I don't know if I'll be drinking too much tonight, but I'll be certainly enjoying the revelry if there is to be had any. Um, I think Finn would definitely enjoy that. All right, and when we get back, I'll see about making that cake for everyone. Something nice, big, and colorful. Just like Finn. Excellent.
can, as we're walking, I assume we're heading to where we pick up Finn's body. Yeah, the Temple of Demeter. Yeah. As we're walking, I would like to, a uh, moment, walk up to Caster. And you will say to him, I know you and Callisto were there when he died. But I don't know why. Why was why why were you away from the city? Why why he had to die? Caster's um gonna be looking straight ahead and his lip is going to be quivering a bit. It was my fault. He followed me. He followed you. Doing what? We had encountered an undead dragon and it pooped into smoke. And I thought I could follow it and rid the world of it. And it was something much bigger and much stronger. And let me guess, I could tell by, by what description he gave of you. It was your... Uh, your duty to kill the undead. Am I right? Yes. He talked a lot about you. He Did said it? he could... Yes. He said he could see by the moment he he, he heard you talk... You would always carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. He wanted he was, to help you. He was very dear friend to me. As was he to me. He was my second friend that I ever had. You're really muffled. Yeah. He was my second friend that I ever had. For the longest time, he was the only friend I had. I'm sorry. I don't blame you. That makes one of us. Because you want to know something? What's that? He wouldn't blame you either. He would tell you that he made the decision to go with you, and he was happy. If he, if you got, if you and her got away, he would have been happy. Is that's just the person he was? It may have been the person he was. But because I decided to go there, we lost him. 
and he might not blame me for it. He's the best of man he is. He's a good man. He was a good man. But I blame me. Okay. I can see that. But l let me ask you this. You said if you hadn't gone, he wouldn't have gone either. Did you force him to go? Did you put magic on him to make him want to go? No. Of his own choice, he wanted to go because he felt it was the right thing to do. And he died still believing that. So don't blame yourself. You want to know how to make this better? Can I do? How can I do that? Keep the idea, the ideals he had with you. Do you want? Do you want to know what he told me when he when he said he was leaving Cherryton to become an adventurer? I told him he was the most insane thing that I ever heard from him. And I heard a lot of insane things from him. Yeah, he, he had an act of imagination. He said, "If if I stay here, I only be able to uh, help so many people. I want the world to smile more. Follow that ideal. Make a difference." Do better than you did yesterday. I'm trying. I know. It's it's hard. The, to be fair, it's, I'm surprised I am as coherent as I am now. I. God, I, I miss that. Miss him. I miss him too. But I know for a fact he wouldn't want us to be sitting here crying over him. He'd rather us celebrate and move on and move forward. I wasn't always one to give him what he wanted, though. He always wanted the dumb daggers that he found. Whether it was the one of the horse's jaw or the poison one. He always wanted those, and I was always keeping him from them so that he wouldn't hurt himself. That was, was our, that was our competition. Our competition was... Our competition was... That he would get that dagger back from me. You'll you'll see moment chuckle, and he he will re reach back into his like cloak, pull out letter, like a few letters, and he will hand you one that's talking about Ca uh, Caster and the first dagger of how. He he did not want the dagger, but he knew it is like messing around with you would maybe loosen you loosen, like get you more 
like it would it would de-stress you by just having something to like pick on you with. Castro will read the note. You'll see him actually smile. And he'll look, he'll, for the first time, he'll look to you moment. And he'll look up. Uh, how tall are you? You tall or short? I'm, I think I said 5'5". Five, five. Okay, so he'll look down to you. Um, can I keep this? Yes. He always knew. He was very good at reading people. He always knew what someone might need to help improve or better someone else. Caster will fold this with the utmost care and put it in his bag. And then um, does anybody have any objections? Can we get to the body? No. I was, I was actually going to do a thing, but I can do that after. So. Oh, if you want to do a thing, go on. Yeah. Okay. Does anybody mind if I go buy a plant? Fine by me. Okay. Go, go ahead. Uh, yeah. Plant for pretty easily, to... like five silver. Okay. I, I'm specifically looking for a delphinium. Delphinium. Um, also known as Larkspur, if that helps. It's my birth flower. Is it? Um, go ahead and give me a 1d100. Okay, then. Hold a moment, folks. Roll20 is doing a funny. Oh, I don't Just even need it. to open my chat. Seventy-one. That unfortunately, this time is bad news. So you're going to be kind of looking through most of the plants that they have on display. Some of them very good, and you're going to see one that you think is perfect, but it's dead. I know who the fuck do we? Oh, okay, Jason. But you will find a dead one. That's ironic. I I turn to the seller and say, um, well, I was specifically looking for delphinium, but do you have anything similar, a similar meaning of a flower? I'm kind of, I, I guess I'm looking for things that symbolize joy in a way. Does that make sense? You've got the yellow poppies over there. I'll take the yellow poppies. There you go. It'll wrap it up for you and put like a little like yellow cord to it. Gold. Alright, I toss him a gold. I toss him two, in fact. I'll take that happily. He'll take a nice uh, kind of bite out of both of them. Just double check. You never know. Uh, and I take the poppies. And I say to to the poppies, well, since I couldn't take care of your namesake, I guess I'll take care of you, Finn. And I walk out. Okay. My heart. Oh, God. All right. So we can 
enter the Temple of Demeter now? Yeah. All right, let's get in the Temple of Demeter then. So after a little bit of shopping, you guys make your way down through town. You head into the Temple of Demeter, which seems very busy. Um, between the bodies recovered from the castle to Stonework, um, helping people who don't have a home currently, finding a place to stay for everyone. So dozens of people kind of litter the halls of this church. Castro will make his way through and um, try to find either Marsha or like a higher up. Um, You'll probably catch Marsha as she's she's coming out of uh, office or what you would know is basically a surgery room. Um, her hands have both these uh, like wax covered gloves on with large stains uh, down her hands. Yes. I was just wondering if we could collect our friend's body and his belongings. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll be in the morgue. Just down below. And I just wanted to make sure it was okay with you that we went and got him. Yeah, no, take him. He's your, he's your friend. Thank you for everything, Marcia. You as well. And um, here, uh, in the side pocket, I'm kind of, if you would. Castro will reach in. And what does he get? Uh, you'll get like a little booklet. It's like a little tiny, you know, there's like those little special ones that you get like on long road trips that always have like the specialty kind of uh, sigil or something on them. And it's just a little tiny memorabilia, but you, nobody ever expects you to use them. Kind of like little mini notebook. Um, this one is um, more in the signs of like a little tiny handbook. Uh, and it's called Mo- Bone Mending Potions. Thank, thank you, Marcia. Yes. I really we'll must go. We'll be sure to send you the roots as soon as we can. Good. I'll, I'll await that. Um, thank you again for everything, and go tend to what you must. Uh, she'll nod and uh, kind of head through the hallway to a door just to the opposite side. Um, it's not a pretty sight. People are dealing with uh, lost limbs. It's it's not good in here. Castro will make his way down to the morgue. Um, is the body wrapped already? Yeah. Um, I'd say at the mo- no. I'd say at the most part they've redressed him. Um. So Castro will take a blanket out of his pack. And wrap him because it's not a sight that when he takes the body back up and out through everyone that people would want to see. And it's also a sign of respect to Finn. He doesn't want people to see him like that. Sure. Do you have that through? I'm guessing the desiccation has made him quite light. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, um, it looks... Uh, I'm not trying to be rude. But uh, with as frail as he was, it looks like they might have broken his pinky trying to examine the body. But, like, it's, it's back in place. Um, 
but you, you, you can tell it's been broken. And I'll grab like his bag or anything, or I'll have somebody else who comes with me grab his bag with all his stuff. Uh, most of his stuff is already in the cart. Well, yeah, I, I can either carry him or his stuff if that would help you. He'll carry. He'll Castro will carry the body. Um, make sure you grab the dagger. Castro will make sure to say, make sure you bring that. I can't leave that behind. Uh, and so we'll grab it and kind of walk slightly behind, but beside Castro, just in case Castro needs any help, so uh, so it can happen. What was the gate that we came in? Was it the south gate? Uh, yes, I believe so. So that's kind of where Caster wants to to um, go find like a nice tree or something like that because they they had spent a night kind of just outside the south gate. And... Okay. It's gonna be very late at this point. Between big talk, getting information, say about eleven p.m. Okay, That's what we're chugging on right now. Um, so you guys will be able to to head out, but it will be nighttime travel. That's fine, my caster at least. Yeah, so it's all right. I'll I'll light a torch for those of us who don't have dark vision, which is, I believe, just me. And Zareth. Oh, I thought Zareth was back at the card still. They're all going for the burial, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, if they came back then, yes, still, okay, then I'll strike up a torch for sure. <clears throat> and I'll kind of ceremonial, uh, ceremonially walk with it. Okay. Um, see, here is actually where I would like to leave off of it for tonight. There's a few questions I'd like to ask everybody for the listeners. And all because my ankle is just killing me. And for those who have been listening, I was just in a recent car accident. So um, thank you for being patient with us for this abrupt ending. know me i'm Corey. i'm the diggity diggity dungeon disaster dj um here with the outro uh, i just want to say a couple of thanks thank you to sirenscape for allowing us to use their music uh you can find in the pretty much the post everything below a link to all of the sounds that we used um it's been kind of amazing to be able to use them in our game and in our podcast and it really just kind of allows us to step up <clears throat> Sorry about that. Lose my voice a bit. Um, I also want to thank Cobalt Press. Uh, we've got some things planned in the near future uh, to add into the podcast. I've got a couple of things picked out specifically for, for kind of late game as well that I'm really excited to kind of share. Um, yeah, it's been hectic. Um, I know I said that in mid-roll. Things have been crazy. The cast has been pretty busy. I've been busy. We've been dealing with mental health situations. 
uh, we've been dealing with physical health uh, situations. Um, I know this has been a while since we actually recorded this, but you know, I've probably been six, seven months uh, since my incident now for me. So, uh, like, I'm I'm healing up pretty good, but I'm probably still going to want to see a professional because my ankle does this weird click thing, which is very interesting. Um, but otherwise, I'm doing good. Um, podcast is doing great. Um, everybody is still just as excited in the later seasons that we are in the earlier seasons. So uh, I'm going to be working here relatively soon to start popping out more and more episodes for you guys. Um, especially while the baby's on the way, especially while, um, holidays are kind of coming up and, you know, we've got Easter soon and then a lot, it's, uh, it's hard to figure out what to do. So, um, with that, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank you guys for continuing to come back and enjoying episodes and being here with us for this adventure, no matter how silly or weird or just downright cringy it can be sometimes. Um, I think uh, we're having a heck of a time. Um, so I want to thank you guys for being here. And I will see you guys next episode. But remember, keep your opportunities open. Mm-hmm.